All right, a big shout out to all of our patrons on Patreon. I'm going to single you out by name and say thanks. Kamon, Wilson Lemieux, Johan Hammerberg, Jacob J. Watson, Albert Pritchard, Andy Wakeman, Brandon Davis, Zach Reed, Ryan Booth, Jake Farmer, Misael Sign, Jay Albert, Jai Rafferty, Arthur Valverde, Micah Dudash, David Swajeski, Victor Mahalchuk, Kennard Blackwell, Lucas Strosiak, um, Kevin Carr, Ben Satterley, Truen Pence, Andrew Zapp, Eubin Cutler, Matt Everett, M. Cole Chilton, Owen Asman, Joshua Wan, Nate Gerhardt, Josh Liff, Caleb Ford, Brandon Mattingly, Dominique Lang, Jeremy Davis, Olivier jo- Jobin, Tom Duncan, Jared Malik Royal, Philippe Maurice, Chris Francis, Taylor Shanton, Alex Warwick, Taylor McDonald, Richard Paris Wilson, Chad Cunningham, PJ Zabo, and Elliot Travis. This season of Good is sponsored by Musicbed. Musicbed has curated a world-class roster of bands, composers, and artists, and made them easily accessible for filmmakers. We personally use them all the time, so make sure you do too. And to sweeten the deal, they're offering 20% off your next non-custom license. Just use coupon code GOOD when you check out at musicbed.com. Also this season, me and Jared are giving away a bunch of behind-the-scenes content over at Patreon. For a small monthly subscription, you'll get access to live Q&As, commercial and music video treatments, and behind-the-scenes photos and videos of us on set. To become a patron of our show, visit patreon.com slash goodthepodcast. Hey, everyone. My name is Jared Hogan. And I'm Christian Schultz. And this is Good. Good. The podcast has a new voicemail. Hey, guys. Uh, this is Dakota from Chicago. Hey, what's up? My name is Brennan. Um, I'm from Montana. Hey, Christian Jared. This is Eric Schleicher from Brooklyn, New York. Hey, guys. How's it going? My name is Dylan, and I'm a director based out of Vancouver. My name is Steven, and I'm a director based out of Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, guys. My name is Jeb. I'm from uh, St. Johnsbury, Vermont, but I'm currently at school in Southern California. Hey, this is Drew from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yes. Yes, we are going to get to your voicemails, and uh, Christian and I are going to have a show here shortly where we go through all your voicemails and uh, do kind of a lightning round and answer as many questions and talk about as many topics as we can that you guys have brought up uh, via voicemail. So that is coming. So thanks for calling. And um, if you want to call and uh, leave a voicemail yourself, go to goodthepodcast.com and you'll find the voicemail number on the website. We'd love to hear from you. Well, hello everybody. This is Jared. Um, It's good to be back, man. Been busy. Um, didn't plan to not have an episode out for two months, but that is the life of a freelance director, freelancer in general, I guess. Um, getting uh, our schedules, mine and Christian, synced up with you know other um, freelance professionals. It's harder than you would imagine. Um, so, anyway, yeah, we've just been Christian and I both just been really busy, and um, at at one point about. A couple weeks ago, we were able to hop on with uh, a guest we've been trying to get on for a little bit, one of our friends, um, Rena Yang. So that's 
that's uh, the conversation you're going to hear today. Um, yeah, it's been uh, an interesting spring. Lots of work, lots of things happening. Um, but glad to uh, to be back on the podcast finally. So sorry for the delay, but um, that may kind of be how the podcast goes a little bit this season. Um, definitely won't be weekly. Uh, be a bit more sporadic, but when it comes, it'll be good. So uh, thanks for your patience. And um, if you want more consistent content, uh, definitely go over to uh, our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash goodthepodcast. And um, we are putting additional content on there as much as possible, including uh, rejected treatments, <laughs> which are fun and sad to read. Uh, so make sure you check that out. And yeah, okay, without further ado, let's uh, hop on with Rena. And uh, Christian was here for this one, so all three of us were able to hop on and talk about uh, Rena's work, and um, which is amazing. She's um, with Artistry in the U.S., and I think Lux, hang on, I'm, I'm on her website, let me look real quick. Um, artistry, yep, and Lux Artists uh, in the U.K., yeah, I think that's correct. If, if that's not right, just go look on her website, renayang.com. Um, but she's uh, amazing and is continuing just to, um, to blow up and make amazing work. So anyway, it was fun to talk with Rena and uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Rena, mm-hmm. well, welcome to the show. Hey. Yeah. We, this is a long time coming. Finally I know, finally. <laughs> I was trying to think like how we connected and I think I tracked it back. I had just yeah. gotten, I just gotten, um, uh, signed. I just signed with Byte, I think is what it was. Yeah. And okay. yeah. I think that they were like, you should reach out to Rena. Oh, no, that wasn't it. Mm. I just met with yeah. uh, Heinrich. And he oh, was that's like, it. he was oh, like, yeah. you would love Rena. You need to reach out to Rena. And then I just like Did called we? you one day when you were in New York. Yeah. Do, we Do you not, remember yeah, that? I, remember, I, th- I think I was in London, maybe. Like, I remember doing like a call. Yeah. And yeah, it was maybe was like it. 10 minutes. It was really brief, but I was like, I like Yeah. <laughs> but Heinrich is like a really good like hustler, like a good hustler, yeah. not annoying hustler. He's a yeah. good person who like connects people. So I was like, yeah, okay, yeah I'll, ch- I'll chat to this person <laughs> called Jared. Would, called Jared. <laughs> yeah. Would you consider yourself uh, like yeah. a, good, a good networker or is that something that you like hate? Mm, I hate networking, I'll say, but <laughs> like I don't go to like networking party kind of yeah, thing. Cause, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, because like you go to these parties and people are just like repeating the same speech at you all the time. Yeah. You're like, oh, so like, uh, where are you from? What are you doing? What are you working on? What are you working on next? I'm like, I'll just give you like a Q&A, Q&A, you know, A4 Q&A sheet right now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But, um, but I, I do like connecting with new people. Like if it's not like formal networking kind of thing. So yeah. I did meet up with a lot of new directors or artists or producers because it's interesting to meet up and you know, see where we are. You know, not on just chatting online. You know, because yeah, right. That thing is like you're trying to make or sound yourself cool. I think, but when you yeah. meet them, then you kind of talk about like what's actually going on in the in life or career. You know, right. so yeah. Right. Yeah, so I like meeting new people. That yeah, Tom, Rina, Rina, do you have like mm, um, yeah? Do you have like a group of of directors and uh, that you kind of continue to work with over and over again, or do you? 
yeah. like to work with different directors? No, I, I, I really like working with the same people, but I find yeah. like, I get that question a lot. Like, you know, directors ask me, like, so who do you work with the most? But so I, I keep in touch with, most, with like most of the directors that, you know, we kind of liked working with, you know, to, but then it's hard because DPs sh- are shooting all the time and then right. directors, they, they have to be on the same job for like at least a month and then they right. finish that and then they pitch it and then they might win it or they might yeah. not. So, you know, they might shoot like maybe once, every, you know, every what two months or a month or unless you're you know, a really busy director who's shooting like, you know, a few projects per month, then you might see them regularly. But... You know, whenever they win a project and come and then they come back to you, you might not be available. So yeah, it's it's hard to say who's my regular. It's just you know, it's it's like there's there is like a small film community where like you know we all know each other and we keep keep in touch kind of thing. You know, right. Yeah. I was talking with a DP buddy mm. um, yeah a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. it, we were just having like an interesting conversation because it is true like. Um, yeah. You know, directors probably have like the least set experience of anybody on set, but then oh. they're also like running the set. <laughs> yeah. And it yeah. seems like yeah. kind of backwards in some ways. Um, mm. it, it's yeah. it's an interesting kind of dynamic, but um, mm. yeah. how do you feel about shooting as much as you shoot? Do you get exhausted? Mm, well, like I even creatively, proje- do you get exhausted? Yeah, but, but I think I, I, I pick projects carefully. So. You know, but then, well, sometimes you end up on a job and then like, oh, why am I doing this? But then, <laughs> yeah. then that really drains you. But, yeah. but uh, you know, I tend to pick the projects with people that I like, you know, like on the personal level or, yeah. you know, somewhere you want to shoot or in an interesting project. So, you know, I don't find that, that draining because, you know, it's it's fun and, you know, it's it's enjoyable when you're doing a project you like, so... Yeah, you know, I don't like do like money jobs back to back. I just can't do it. <laughs> like, yeah, right. you know, I get sent a lot of commercial treatments, but I don't know. I, I don't get really excited at the commercial treatments anymore. <laughs> there yeah. are some that sounds good, but it all sounds the same, but different brand. You know. Yeah, right. And it's and it's just so hard for the director to create something that's special because there's too many voices you know well like everyone says you know it's like you kind of tend to get to you tend to kind of get disappointed uh at the end of the day when you see the edit because i can feel so many voices making this yeah right but then i do something like music videos and i know that's something different i i can kind of see director's vision a little bit more and then you know like artists and musicians and you know i don't know there's a bit more soul in it (laughs) yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. but then there are like some special commercials you know that really stays with you sometimes you know yeah 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 can you give us an example of one of those I was just trying to think of a good example for commercials, but <laughs> uh, what are they? Um, I mean, like John Lewis used to do good Christmas commercials, yeah. but I, I think they've run out of steam now. Um, you know, they used to be like it's a lot iconic. of pressure. Yeah, I think they used to be iconic, but now they're like they use like a fox and bear and now I don't know what they're going to use <laughs> <You know? laughs> they're going to go move on to like squirrel or something like that <laughs> um, but then like they did the Megaforce did a really you know fun Nike ad recently I really yeah. enjoyed that because that 
because to me, a lot of the commercials these days, it's like kind of like, I don't know, lifestyle or gritty and moody lighting and doing cool stuff and, you know, kind of pretentious. And, but you know, it's just like series of cool images that doesn't really mean anything. Right. I mean, it doesn't have to mean anything if it, you know, if there is some sort of theme. But I just like, I think a lot of cool commercials, you know, these days are just like vignettes of cool looking things, mm-hmm. like a vignettes, like snapshot out of like ID magazine, but moving kind of thing, you know. Right. And you're just kind of flicking through, and then where well, you get the vibe, like, oh, a, you know, that was cool kind of thing. But I liked that Nike ad because I don't know, it. it it was entertaining, you know. Yeah, you know, it was entertaining. I, it was kind of celebrating London. Um, Rena, what's your um, yeah. what's your definition of pretentious? I think that'd be interesting. <sighs> pretentious. Oh, that's such a good question. Uh, I don't know. It's just a gut feeling when you watch something. Yeah. And you know, and you just feel like, oh, that's pretentious. Don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds it sounds so much cooler when you say it with yeah. your accent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's really hard to define pretentious. But then would... I read a book. I read a book called Pretentiousness recently, and it's it said oh, it was a while ago. I can't remember. But it it said something interesting about you know, I mean, pretentiousness is necessary. You know. I mean, we're all pretending anyway, that kind of thing, you know. Um, <laughs> it was deeper than that. I can't remember now. <laughs> I highly recommend this book called Pretentiousness. And, you know, but then, you know, it's it's like the bad pretentiousness I'm talking about. You know, the, of, of course, we're all, always pretending and, you know. Yeah. But, you know... It, if you execute it right, um, yeah. right. It, well, how, it doesn't come across pretentious. <laughs> how would you define it, Christian? Um, I don't know. I don't know if this is. Yeah, I guess it is sort of. It is interesting how different people have different definitions of pretentious. But pretentious to me is always when you can see someone's references and they're not pulling it off. Yeah, you know, Mm. when you can see someone uh, really trying to do a certain thing, but it's not who they are. Yeah, uh, that to me is pretentious you know yeah. yeah i think i um i look back at my own work a lot mm. sometimes and i say oh wow i was being very pretentious but mm. because everybody has to come from this point of mimicking other people yeah. you know that's kind of how you have to start you know have you have you looked at back at your work rena and just mm. kind of and seen that in yourself or or what you know, I I think when it comes to like me creating images, I never really try to copy anyone. It's just like like the images mm. I have in my head. Um, you know, because yeah, whenever I sign up to a project and say like, oh, can you send us like reference images? I'm, I'm like, <laughs> like I'm really bad at that. I'm like, okay. So I, what do you do? I, uh, I try to look for images, but none of them feel right to me because. I mean, you know, if you if you have the perfect example, then I don't think you should be making it anyway. Um, right. And then, like, you know, it's, it, every every project is different. Like concepts, you know, who you cast, you know, styling, you know, time yeah. of the day, location, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I just I'm like, oh, I don't think I can find the perfect example, but maybe you know that. You know, I'll send a few stills and, you know, people say, like, oh, that's too dark or something. But, yeah, do you? Uh, mm. Where does your images and your mind come from then? Like, what do you, what's inspiring you to, to think in certain ways? 
don't know. I think, well, come to think of it, maybe I am like mimicking other people's work because I guess the you know inspirations or something would come from you know watching you know things like music videos, films, commercials, or going to galleries or walking around you know at a certain time of the day or you know something that you've seen before. Right. So in that sense, yeah, I guess I am kind of copying other people's work or, but. Oh, was it? There was like a saying that's saying, um, yeah, uh, like, I don't know, creative copying or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, your creative interpretation of other people's work or, you know, hey. you, you are inspired by other people's work, so you're not like you're trying to copy it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, totally. You, yeah. So, yeah, but then, you know, the, the treatments I read every day, you know, like, <laughs> you know, there is a trend, trend in, like, references, you know, like, you see things like, oh, yeah, so this month everyone's referencing that ad or, you know, yeah. that music video or, right, or right. that artist who's just opened that exhibition, you know. So it's interesting to see the trend in what people are looking at. Um, it's really interesting, then, like, mm, like mm. with treatments because it's, like, there, I think there is like the artful side of a director who's putting a treatment together that wants it to be yeah. kind of pure and artistic. Mm. But I yeah. think there's also like the economic side of a, a director who's like, I want to win this job. Yeah. <laughs> and, there are yeah. Things, and there are things that are like, you know, like hot buttons for agencies that they respond to. So it's kind of like this hard place to be of like, you know, wanting mm. to like make money and get work, but also like kind of be like, a pure artist as much as possible and trying to like you know yeah. what I'm saying like it's kind of like a slippery slope I guess though at the same time oh yeah definitely I think you have to hit you almost need like two versions of treatments I guess one to <laughs> yeah. one yeah. to win the job one for the like DP and production designers <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> like, great. yeah totally you know that kind of thing so yeah it's a tricky balance um question yeah. for you right. Rena. I'm I'm mm. um, I'm curious you know like I've worked with a number of different DPs and yeah. uh, I always try and kind of figure out like where they fall yeah. in this spectrum of, of, you know, are you someone you're talking about like images is kind of like appear in your mind. Um, oh. Are you someone that can yeah. visualize like the whole thing kind of like in your mind or are you a bit more like oh. reactive in the moment or mixture? How do you kind of Definitely. operate like on set? I mean, de definitely mixture. Like, for example, like, I love location scouts. Like, I have to, you know, have to... I, I, uh, I'm always quite involved in, like, making decisions on locations because, you know, that's, like, to me, like, 50% of how it could look, mm -hmm. you know? Um, well, then along with casting and styling and productions and lighting, but, like, depending on location, you know, where the window is or what kind of texture, what kind of shape the room is, you know, it's just, it's just going to affect, you know, the look of your, whatever you're making so much. As well as, yeah. you know, you walk into a certain location and you get the feeling, that like you get the vibe, you know, whether it's like, oh, yeah, this is kind of a happy place or, you know, it's, you know, you know it when you walk into the right location that works yeah. for your creative. So I am... Um, yeah. So yes. Yeah. Rena, what what mm. part of the process that mm. you found um, mm. do you feel like young DPs yeah. are kind of missing a lot these days from what from what you see? Mm. You know, what? that's an interesting question because I thought I was a young DP until like two years ago. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> 
now I'm kind of, I guess, getting older, and then you know I see like now the young DP is actually coming up, and um, it's hard to tell, but I mean you only kind of find out about yourself and your style and what you want to do by doing it. So I don't think they're missing out anything, but um, you know obviously we're really thirsty for attention, and they they want things to happen really quickly and. Right. You know things like that, but I yeah. guess maybe one thing that yeah. maybe looking back on yourself yeah. that may be a better way to. But what mm. was the part that you yeah. maybe realized in the last two years? Something that you added to your process that you wish you would have been doing the 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 whole time. Hmm, the whole time read more books, <laughs> yeah. or watch more movies uh, in between because. No, I'm kind of constantly bombarded by like trying to kind of stay in touch with people or like keep up with work, you know, because you you're doing one job, and you're finishing a couple of jobs and you know like grading and say you know maybe have a say in the edit sometimes or you know and then try to stay in touch with your friends and you know family right. and like it's so hard to find time to like you know like watch movies or go to galleries or you know like. Do something <laughs> inspiring. So that's something I wish I had a bit more time. Like I wish you know I'd watch more movies or I watch you know read more books that kind of thing. But I'm trying to do it now. Um, two years ago, I was kind of like living in the moment. <laughs> and, uh, right. Yeah, too fast kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rena, yeah. let's like maybe rewind a little bit. Uh, yeah. When did you kind of like figure out that this is what you wanted to be doing? Mm. Yeah, uh, I worked as an assistant for like two, three years, camera assisting, and then yeah. I did kind of secretly, kind of did, you know, worked as an electrician on set as well when I thought like, oh, I wonder how those lights work and, you know, what those yeah. things work kind of thing. I was just curious, um, so I did that as well. But then, I, I, to be honest, I really just fell into it. So, um, yeah, I fell into it, and then... Some people kind of, you know, some of my bosses, DPs, kind of started to realize, oh, Rina's kind of shooting, you know, like music videos or short films. And, right. and, you know, I didn't make a decision to become a DP. I just wanted to help my friends who needed someone to do camera lighting. Yeah. And then, <laughs> right. you know, they're like, oh, you, you know, you know how to, you know, kind of build a camera. <laughs> and then you kind of know how to put the cables together for lighting. Kind of yeah. Thing. So that's how it started. But then I realized, oh, I, I, enjoy like working with directors and other people on like a creative level so much more than you know technical side of things like building yeah. cameras or I I really wasn't good at that I just found that so boring <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know I just enjoyed being on set but I just didn't like you know technical things so yeah I, I was like yeah this is more enjoyable and I felt like I was better at you know doing like DPing as in like you know, know talking creatively or managing things or making things happen so then you know like yeah maybe I'll you know I'll have a go and then I spent like six months just kind of shooting small stuff and then it seemed to kind of it was kind of going all right so I kind of stayed <laughs> like I, I stuck to you know yeah I just carried on DPing yeah. Was there a moment where you're like, okay, I'm a I'm a DP now, <laughs> and you abandon everything uh, else? Well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe like when you get signed, you th you think like, 
oh, so am I legit now? <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> you get signed by an agent. And then, you know, well, it took me like, you know, a while to figure out how you're supposed to work with an agent. And I was like, so like, what am I supposed to do with these people? You know, <laughs> you know? but then, yeah, I, I think it, it's funny when you get signed and people think that you're more legit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because I don't think you are. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're still figuring figuring things out. Um, but I think yeah, I feel like maybe I'm a DP now. I guess you know, like maybe like just four after four years of shooting. Um, Is that how long you've you've only been shooting? No, I have been shooting for. Whew, I stopped counting now. Uh, how did it? Twenty. Maybe like seven years. Okay. I don't really count the first two years maybe because I was kind of AC-ing and, you know, shooting little things here and there. But then went full-time DPing and, you know, not getting paid for like a year or year and a half. (laughs) Right. Well, I was getting paid, but not, you know, not the proper proper rate. Um, Yeah. And then after two years of like full-time DPing and then being with an agency for like a year, it felt like, oh, I guess... I could call myself a DP. <laughs> and, right. You know, and I, I, what, did that, mm. what did that process look like, um, mm. getting signed? Were you, because uh, you're signed to Artistry right now, right? Yeah, in the US. Um, and then Lu- and Lux Artists in Europe and UK. Yeah. Tell me about that process. Like, how did that work? Was it very quick or was it kind of like you were, were mm. you expecting it to, it to happen? Mm, I think... It happened, well, my first agency, uh, someone else in the UK and not Lux, um, but that happened probably like a year and a half after I started shooting and, you know, I had my website that I could show to people and that by then and then, you know, I started to get put forward for bigger jobs and then, then producers would ask me like, so who's your agent? And then I was like, what is an agent? <laughs> you know? Right. Do, uh, like, okay, do I need one? And then, and then I was like, oh, I guess I need an agent. And then, you know, then you look into who's around. And then I think I sent like group emails to all the agents. And mm-hmm. I, I remember, I kind of remember making a mistake. I was just like, like CCing all the agents. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're different companies. I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, yeah, sorry, right. guys. <laughs> but then. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, a lot of them got back to me saying, like, yeah, we like your work. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then, you know, met a few people and then went with the one that kind of felt right for me at that time on the level I was at. Um, right. And I, I really appreciate, you know, they really helped me out. And, you know, kind of, I learned. It was a good kind of nurturing stage, you know, where, you know, like, kind of know how to deal with agents and, you know, like, how to deal right. with bigger projects and, you know, yeah, so that was good learning curve. What's a, what's a piece of advice that you would give to a DP that maybe is kind of in limbo right now? Like, mm. try, is has the, the portfolio yeah. that is good enough to, to get signed, but mm. isn't quite getting the projects and the directors to, to mm-hmm. kind of get him there. What, what's a, what should somebody do? That is really tough, you know, because, you know, if you're not signed and nobody wants to sign you, it's either... Your portfolio is not good enough, unfortunately, or um, or it's just there's no buzz. I think agents do like buzz, <laughs> you know. Right. They're like, you know, they've, they've heard of you for s- somehow and then they'll reach out to you, you know. So 
And then, yeah, it's not about portfolio. I think it's it is about finding the collaborators who are making the interesting work that you also want to make. And you know, because um, there are some DPs who I think are really good, but weren't signed for ages somehow. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I, I just always kind of wondered why. And it's, I think the the reason seemed to be that it was kind of past, you know, the time they could have signed them, I guess, because there's like a timing where just some new DPs are coming up and, you know, they're like hot and everyone's, right. you know, on like a music video level or some other project level. And then you know that, you know, those DPs are going to shoot up really quickly. But then, then what, that's when like agents kind of sign you, I guess. And then once you pass that point and you're kind of stable, and then I think you're probably less attractive somehow. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe they don't see them as like you know, uh, you know, I won't be able to do much or uh, right. Yeah. Do you do you enjoy like the game of it? Like the game, what kind of game? Like, like the game that you kind of have to play with agencies and agents and directors, and uh, it is sort of like a perception game, right? Yeah, I or suppose. Or do you not treat it that way? Well, I, I don't. I don't think I play a game with uh, my agents. It's more just kind of communication and you know, trying to be as clear as possible, and you know, I try and get back to them, get back to them within like a few hours or. 24 hours you know mm-hmm. so it's, it's it's a working relationship rather than playing games i think you know and then it's it's not just with the agents but with anyone you work with i think you just need to respect it you know i don't know uh, the the way they like to work or you know just be reliable and honest and you know just don't play games I, you know i ask my agents like who else have we got, you know got on pencil kind of thing you know because you know you get on hold but I I know that you know the other DPs I'm you know kind of pitching again well I'm not pitching but you know you're on hold you know and they right. probably like hold your hold like three you know three DPs or something and you know and I like agents you know people who are transparent you know um, right. so like yeah they've got the you know, such and such on pencil, and you also on pencil, and then you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna get this job then. <laughs> that kind of thing. Right, right. So yeah. It's just, it's just good to know. And also, you know, I like directors who are transparent too. Like so when I get put put forward for movies or something, and then, you know, I was just asking like, who, so who else are you talking to? Like, you know, it's because it's nothing personal if you don't get the job. You know, right. So it's just like the timing, I think, uh, or you know, you don't quite have this something that they're looking for but I don't think it's personal it's, you know yeah has that been a process so, like um, not mm. making all of your work person and like mm. all the decisions and, and like winning or not winning mm. or has it been a bit of a yeah. process uh, that you know making that not personal yeah I think I mean rejection is never pleasant you know yeah um like okay like you know oh yeah this job's even older to like another dop and then you know if it's something you really wanted to do and you feel like oh you know you you feel sad for like a couple of days (laughs) but then something else will come along and then you forget about it you just move on yeah you know i try i just try to forget forget about it and move on and you know because there are like so many amazing artists and creatives out there, so you know, so it's, uh, it's a tough world out, out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, Rena, what's your biggest pet peeve on set? 
pet peeve. Oh, it's, you know what? I listened to your podcast and I had to Google what pet peeve is. <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah. what is pet peeve again? <laughs> uh, like your biggest, um, yeah. like the th- yeah. thing you hate Anno- the most. Annoyance or yeah, something. Yeah, oh, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. See, this is when my Japanese-ness is annoying because some words that I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, there are a few things. Uh, so the people who are not good at their job but not nice. Um, yes. And, <laughs> you know, you know, That's I mean, if, if they're incompetent and they're honest about it and then we can make that better, you know, right. maybe, <laughs> or I mean, to be honest, the people who are incompetent just really like really annoys me. <laughs> like, yeah. um, or people who chat too much uh, yeah. at the wrong time. Like, you know, even if I'm just standing and, like, not saying anything, I'm, like, thinking about a lot of things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) And I'm trying to listen, you know, what's happening. But then sometimes, you know, I I have, like, new camera assistants or something and then they chat too much and, (laughs) you know, because I guess they're trying to network, you know, and they want to be, you know, friends or, you know, they want to have, like, a longer working relationship or something, but... You know, I really don't like chatting too much on set. Like, I would talk yeah. about what we're shooting or exactly. what we do. You know, we can have a quick banter, but you I, like to I, stay I can't. Yeah, I can't have long conversations about where I'm going on holiday. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like even like lunch time, I don't really, I don't really like talking to people. Yeah, uh, it sounds bad. But no, I get it. I, I get it. You know, I like to sit by myself and eat quietly. Um, um, yeah. Oh. Hey, real quick. <laughs> currently, <laughs> currently, is someone lost. Someone, Jared, is that you? Yeah. Um, someone is like drilling, your drilling Jared. through my <laughs> ceiling right now as they're trying to uh, <laughs> rip out my bathroom. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop uh, in when I can. Okay. So I'll meet okay. the mic. Uh, I do, I do have one question though. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just so professional, dude. so yeah. pro, very professional. Thanks, yeah. Rena. Very competent all over right. here. Um, oh, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You said people that mm. are incompetent and annoying. Uh, mm. It really drives. Do you think people get more of like a pass to be annoying if they are competent? Hmm. Yeah, but I don't think you should be she should be annoying anyway. But I th- I think I could be annoying for other people because, um, you know I don't know maybe I, maybe I ask too many questions and I might be annoying someone. But I don't know people who are incompetent and I find them annoying tend to be like arrogant and not good collaborators. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know they're just like full of themselves or you know so, right yeah so. Or just just not nice to people. Like I worked with some gaffers who were just treating their crew like shit, and right. you know, it's like that's just not cool. And you know, it sets the it sets the wrong mood on set. You know, uh, I think I think the key crew really needs to be uh, set the right tone in like emotion and vibe, <laughs> and mm-hmm. the speed you need to execute your job at, kind of thing. Right. You know, so. Yeah. What's your um mm. what's your favorite attribute in a director? Who um collaboration, I guess. Um knowing what you want. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
on. Do you like a lot of kind of open collaboration or do you like mm. someone having like very strong direction and then letting you be free inside of that? Uh, I like both. I think free collaboration can be dangerous, I guess, because then, you know, I don't know how you guys do it because people are always telling you, oh, you should do this, you should do that, and you should do it like mm -hmm. this. And I think too many voices are dangerous. So, right. you know, I, I, I try not to bombard directors with, you know, suggestions or something unless it's necessary or unless it's like a little idea. So, yeah. you know, if they're looking for something, then you, you can feel like when they're kind of like unsure about something and then I'll suggest. But, you know, um, yeah, you don't you don't want to muddle up their vision, yeah. your vision. Your vision you know? Amen. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Because I'm trying to figure out my, what my director's trying to do, um, you know, or like how to make it better than what they're thinking. So right. I don't want to be like, hey, man, you should shoot this at 50 FPS and handheld. And, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I find it interesting. It's an yeah. interesting thought because yeah. when I look at your work, mm. at least, I mean, a lot of it's very diverse, but it, mm. it does always kind of ring mm. like clear as like Rena. You know, mm. um, so it's interesting how you can kind of still, even yeah. if it's different variations of the same thing, you can go from director to director to director. Yeah. But it still looks and feels like a shot by Arena. Is, is there things that you're mm. uh, practically and intentionally doing every time that you? Mm. I mean, it is just kind of the way that you see the world, obviously. But yeah. Um, is I there things that you are trying to stay true to? I mean, there, there's nothing, like, there's no, like, intention. I don't force any views, but because, you know, I, I am a f kind of inspired by whatever I'm trying to make, like, concept or, you know, actors mm -hmm. or directors I'm working with. But I guess directors book me because they like what, well, I guess they like what they see, the, the vibe, I suppose, and that's mm -hmm. how I see things. Um, what I tend to do is I don't really, like, artificial lighting if that makes sense yeah um like lighting or the way it's shot or like blocking you know i like it to feel like i don't know mm, not too staged or you know, I don't know yeah it needs to feel like the lighting is coming from within the scene but <laughs> yeah. i lit i lit it because i needed to like backlight the actor or something <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or like you know oh I, I lit it from the window because i really need it like you know f 5.6 or something like that <laughs> right it should feel like yeah like i could totally like walk into the scene right now and it feels like you know i don't know just like restaurant around the corner or something like that <laughs> um, Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to make it feel like something I've seen before. <laughs> um, yeah. Question: mm. I had yeah. I had a music video that I showed to a friend that I respect a lot recently, mm. and mm. he was uh, like brutally yeah. honest with me, and it yeah. like it like I like mm. it shook me, <laughs> and I like oh. I, I I lost sleep, but I really you know like the next day I woke up and like I made some changes to like the edit. And I think yeah. that it was like better for it, but it was like yeah. painful, like kind of excruciatingly painful. Uh, Have you had yeah. like feedback or even like critiques from like peers that you, or even even like mentors that you respect a lot that kind of crushed you, but has like shaped how you do what mm. you do? 
You know, I I'd really really like that kind of critique. Like you know, yeah. you did a shit job kind of feedback. <laughs> I I'd really like to hear more of that. But no, it's it's hard. Is it like a Brit Britishness or Japaneseness that I just can't take compliments well? Mm. <laughs> you know, when people say, "Yeah, you, oh great job, it looks great," and then I'm thinking like. You sure? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. You really yeah. think that? And then people say like, "Oh, I like your work." It's like, like I don't really get that thing. Like, you know, I like your work, and I'm like, "What do you mean you like my work?" And I feel like my work is, you know, it doesn't really belong to me. It belongs to whoever made it. You know, mm. like directors. So yeah. it, to me, it sounds like they're saying they like the directors I work with. You know, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, yeah, I mean, it's it would be nice if someone told you they should. You know, done a bit more like this, or oh, that looks shit, or you know. <laughs> Nobody's so, ever yeah, told you that before. I I did get really bad feedback on one job when I was like wasn't a really DP. I did like this wedding video job for like a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh man, and then it was like a really long wedding, and I had this camera and. I kind of shot a coverage, like I shot like wide shot close up and sometimes slow zoom or something like that. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, they got they freaked out. This the clients freaked out, saying like you know she didn't know what she was doing. And uh, I was like, I shot for coverage for the edit rather than. Yeah. But what they wanted to see was like the whole the thing whole to be like thing. viewable, like <laughs> two yeah. hours of like walk, like you know just looking at their family, I guess. And I was like. Oh, you're not supposed to show the in-between moments <laughs> because that's just me like swinging the camera around to go to the other position. <laughs> and then yeah. that was like, but I mean that I don't care because it was you know that was a, like yeah that was the only one that said you did a really shit job kind of thing. Um, but other than that, um, I think you get the feedback by not being hired again. <laughs> Yeah, true. By, wow. yeah, fair by the same people, so I think as you grow up, and people don't tell you that you did a shit job, kind of you kind of get like an indirect feedback, you know, like they don't come back to you, you know. Right. Uh, but I, I also, I think that you shouldn't take that personally because maybe the project wasn't right, you know. Sometimes you land on the job and after reading the treatment, you thought could be special, but then. Yeah. You realize like execution cannot be achieved in like the level of execution you are hoping for, um, and then sometimes the directors seem like, disappointed, but it's you know because you know like oh you know I thought you could make things look good or something you know but Oof, some wow. yeah. some things are out of control like if I yeah. what do you do in that situation yeah. like when you you're inside of a project yeah and you realize where it's going what do you what do you do. Well, I, I just you know I still have to support them till the end you know I don't right. like like throw in a towel and say yeah I'm just gonna like do a really bad job now you know I, I just can't help it even if I'm shooting a really shit job I just can't you know <laughs> I just can't like you know make it look like terrible t to my taste it's just I still try to make it look appropriate but it's more the I guess you know creative I guess you know something Sometimes you have to see it shoot like really cheesy idea with bad casting, mm -hmm. and you know, and you know it on day one. Like, oh god, this is just something <laughs> I definitely don't like. But yeah. I still have to hold hold my director's hands. And sometimes you kind of both agree, like, yeah, this is shit, but let's just like have fun and let's just yeah. do it, you know. But the, it, it's but sometimes when <laughs> it's tougher when the director is still trying to make it 
like something special when you know、right. that the you know the ingredients aren't there, you know, or they don't have the <laughs> support to make it happen. Like just like, we have this term for like polishing a tart. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> There's you nothing sadder than that. Yeah, you can't polish a tart. I think you need to, do, you know, something else. But you know, if you're shooting a really bad scene, it's not working. And rather than doing like twelve takes, just do something else. You know, right?、Yeah. Just do like three takes. And you know, if it's still not working, there's something wrong with it. So just you know, do something else. But some jobs, yeah, it's tough, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've I've been on those. I've、yeah. been on those. It's, but then it's, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah then then you don't get called back because you know we both didn't have good time or you know yeah. But I don't take that personally, and I hope that people don't judge me for it. Sometimes like oh you know that just didn't look good, but and then you know but it's it's hard like when you say bye to someone at the end of the job and you know they didn't look good. Yeah, you know? I don't know yeah, what to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>、um, <laughs> Better luck next time. Right. Because a lot of the time it's not the actor's fault. It's、yeah. just. It, things didn't come together, you know. It is、yeah. kind of a mystery, you know. Like,、yeah. as as a director, it's like there will be times where things didn't seem like they're going to come together, and then magically、mm. everything just fires. Or there's、yeah. times where it seems like everything's、yeah. kind of like safely in place, and then it just never.、Yeah. There's no、yeah. like spark, and it's really kind、yeah. of confounding.、Right. It doesn't always make sense why, but it just kind of happens. Mm. You know, There's the, a person、mm. that's the controlling everything. I mean, the it's like picking and choosing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's directors. I mean, the best directors I've worked with are like they're really good at selecting people, like selecting the right, right. people, like you know whether casting or production designer, DP or producers, and down to playback operator, that kind of thing. You know, they really have. I don't know. They they're like a good、uh, manager. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. You know and. You know, and also they have good taste. You know, yeah,、um, interesting taste, and and then they pull through it from the beginning till the end. You know, if you fall off the wagon or like you know, if you kind of you know drop the ball in the edit, then you still won't make the good thing. But you know, good directors have like good editors and VFX artists, and you know, it's 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 a you know it's amazing how good directors have amazing people around them.、Um, Networking,、right. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. You cannot, you can only find good people by making a kind of, you know, bad work in the beginning, I guess, and then <laughs> figure. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just a lot figure of, a lot of reps. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right, well, Rena, thanks for hopping on with us today. Any、uh, closing、no、remarks? <laughs> Anything closing that you want to say、remarks. to any young,、uh, any young DPs、mm. or filmmakers that are listening? Hmm. Yeah, I think、um, yeah. Find the <laughs> collaborators you like working with, and yeah, like don't focus too much on the trend because it just it comes and goes every year. Yeah, and,、right. you know, like I watched the music videos I shot like last year, and then I think like, wow, that's so outdated. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was like that. So that's great. That's great. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks hopping on. And you're in LA, and then back to London, or where are you going next? Ah.、Uh, I have no idea where I'm going next. It's like the life of <laughs> a DP. Life. <laughs> you know, like you find out where you're going next week on Friday. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. you're going to like Jamaica, or oh, you're going to New York, <laughs> or you're going to Germany, London. It's like, so my suitcase is like always like summer clothes and winter clothes. And yeah, just, yeah. Like, <laughs> you're prepared. Yes, mobile home. <laughs> yeah.
I like it. All right, well, thanks okay. for chilling, Rena, and uh, we'll catch nice up soon. One. Thank you. This season of Good is sponsored by Musicbed. Searching for the right music can be tough. That's why Musicbed offers free music search. Just shoot them an email or give them a call and one of their music specialists will help you narrow it down to the perfect track. And once you have it, don't forget to use coupon code GOOD for 20% off. Visit musicbed.com for more info. Don't forget to check out patreon.com slash goodthepodcast to get access to live Q&As, commercial and music video treatments, as well as behind-the-scenes photos and video of us on set. Get all your info at patreon.com slash goodthepodcast. This episode was mixed by Christian Stropko, or as we like to refer to him, Christian number two. Also, you can find all of our show notes and other fun stuff at goodthepodcast.com. 